This Known Leader podcast is presented to you by your friends at LifeWay Student Ministry. We want to help you lead students to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can find other incredible student ministry resources as well as future camp information at www.lifeway.com forward slash students. another episode of our Known Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Prawl, and we are wrapping up this entire unit of study called How Can I Know? Uh, questions related to doubt and assurance, and this one really gets into that that whole aspect of assurance. And I've got Mike Wakefield still in the studio with me. Mike, how's it going? I'm doing good, Rick. Good. Uh, Mike, for leaders that may have missed the first session that we talked about, and you gained, kind of gave a, an overview, a difference between this session, this last session, and the second session. How can I know I'm a Christian, and how can I know I won't lose my salvation? Why don't you just hit that again real quick? What's the distinction between these two? Okay, session two is a great question, and if you're not careful, you, you'll think they're the same, but session two is the one when you've got students who maybe they made a decision for Christ young, or they haven't, they're not really sure whether they made a decision for Christ, I'm not really sure whether I'm saved or not, and they're looking for evidence, do I really know Christ as my Savior and Lord? That's what session two deals with, and we want to talk about the evidence of salvation there. Session four is for the student who, yeah, I made a decision for Christ, I know I'm a, you know, I know I'm a Christian, but am I going to stay a Christian? Right. You know, can I lose what I've got? If I sin, if I do a really bad sin, do I fall out of salvation or whatever? Because... Uh, one of the things I want to bring up is that they probably got friends in other denominations who may have that as one of the beliefs of their denomination right. that you can lose your salvation. And so maybe they're kind of questioning that. We want to come with the whole council of Scripture to say, you know what, no, if you really know Christ, you're sealed for eternity. Right. And I think one of the things that leads to these kind of questions is, all the other temporal aspects of life that are supposed to be, you know, permanent, like sure. you know, parents getting divorced and, yeah. you know, parents dying and and you know all kinds of different things, is okay. I've lost my parents or my parents have divorced. Can I lose this salvation stuff too? Yeah, uh, I think that's a great, a lot of questions. great point. So, yeah. Well, let's dig into this one, uh, leaders. We're in three different scripture passages this week for our three life principles related to this question: How can I know? I won't lose my salvation. And I think that that's a key in there is how can I know? Um, leaders, we want you to help your students to know, man, I can't lose my salvation. And so this first life principle is that you can't lose your salvation because you're a child of God. John 1, verses 12 and 13. Uh, what do you see there? Well, it just says that passage, you know, it says, uh, all who, re- who did receive him and gave the right to be the children of God. And then verse 13, who were born not of blood, but of God. And so when you accept Christ, when you are transformed by the Holy Spirit, it's you're, as Jesus told Nicodemus, you are born again. You are born into the kingdom. You become a child of God. And and you it's not, once you become a child of uh, and you're in that family, you can't be unchilded. You right. can't be unborn into that family. I mean, you know, I have two children. I have a daughter and a son. You know, my son's 18. He's always going to be my son, right? And no matter what happens, now he may do something wrong. He may disappoint me. He may make bad decisions. But those bad decisions and those you know faults in him do not stop him from being my son. He's always going to be my son. And so I think that's the same way with God. We're always going to be his child. Now, are we always going to be perfect and walk perfectly? No, we're not. We're going to make the mistakes. We are going to sin. But God's not going to look at us and go, well, you're not my child anymore. I mean, you're his child. You've been born again. And and not only we talk about this, just mentioned in here, but not only are you born into the family, you are adopted in the family. Paul talks about being adopted. 
and those legal rights where you could not be disinherited. Right. You know, so you are in the family and you're not going to be kicked out. Right. Well, and I think it's important for for students to understand too that you know we've got the story in the student book this week about the uh, the woman that was here actually in Tennessee and adopted a, a a kid from Russia and then got him here and it wasn't working out and she decided no okay you know he's just he's not a good kid I'm sending him back right. um, or also understanding as leaders that there are some students in our classes that have may have had parents say you know I just I wish you were never born I just, oh, I just wow. wish you weren't my kid yeah. and you know, uh, some of us can't imagine saying that to our kids, but the reality is that some kids hear that. The point of this session is that your salvation is based on the promises of God, and God doesn't break his promises. Um, and he's not going to say those kind of things, even though as humans we may say those kind of things, uh, to help students understand that you're a child of God. And like Mike said, you can't be unchilded. And that gets into the second life principle that because you are a child of God, God protects his children. Uh, we look at John chapter 10, verses 27 through 29. Uh, what do you see there in those verses? Well, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's a, again, another promise, um, which is very clear, very plain. Jesus says, you know, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. And then he says, I give them eternal life and they will never perish ever, you know, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. No one will snatch them out of my hand. I mean, how much clearer can that be? You yeah. know, and they're not going to be snatched away. So it's almost like that first point is like you're a child and you can't do anything wrong to get kicked out of the family. And the second point is that nobody can grab you and pull you out of the family either. Right. I mean, uh, Jesus says, basically, I've got my hands around you. And then in verse 29, he says, my father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one's able to snatch him out of my father's hand. So yeah. it's like Jesus's hand is around you. And then the father's hand is around that hand. And yeah. so you are doubly clutched, <laughs> you know, in the arms and the hands of God. So, yeah. you know, how much plainer can it be that says, you know, you are sealed. Right. When, and Paul picks up on that whole picture there for our third life principle is just in case you didn't get the whole idea that you're, <laughs> you're protected and you can't be snatched out of his hands. Paul in Romans chapter eight goes through this whole list that gets to the life principle that nothing can separate you from him. Uh, what do you see there in Romans eight? Well, I mean, Rick, it, this is probably a, a, a passage that all believers want to hold up and wave at times, right. you know, just <laughs> the power of that passage. It just says, verse 35, who can separate us from the love of Christ? And as you said, he gives this list, affliction, anguish, persecution, famine, and so forth and so on. And, you know, it's not a it's not an exhaustive list, but it is a list that represents all those things in life that may want to that we, we would look at and go, well, if this is going on, then I must not know God. Or if this is happening to me, then I, I, surely I'm not God's child, blah, 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 blah. And, God, and Paul just very plainly says, no, I'm persuaded, verse 38, that neither life nor death, angels, rulers, height, death, all those things, nothing has the power to separate us from the love of, Christ, from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That no matter what you're going through, that all of those things, all of those circumstances, and all of those difficulties and problems, none of those things have are more powerful than God. And I think that's a way to look at it. Right. You know, if some if we're able to lose our salvation, or if we're able to, you know, something to be snatched away or be separated from God, then what we're saying is that outside force is greater than God. And we know that there is nothing greater than the sovereignty of God and the power and the authority of God. So we are under that power. We are clutched in His hands, and nothing, nothing 
can pull us out of his hands right. and be separate and separate us from him. Well, and that is that's the question we've included in the leader guide right after that scripture reading passage in that life principle is what is the promise in these verses? Man, get your students to verbalize that. Um, don't just say, okay, here's the promise in these verses. You know, get your students. I would even go around the room, you know, as I'm teaching this and just say, okay, Mike, what's the promise in these mm-hmm. verses? You know, Bill, what's the promise in these verses? Yeah. And get them to just say, man, and nothing can separate us from God that we can begin to get that understanding, that assurance, which goes back to uh, you know First John five thirteen. Man, I want you to know that mm. you have eternal life; that nothing's going to snatch you from your hand. And so, as you can see, how all these sessions and verses you know build together as we're trying to help students understand that. You know, Mike, one last thought for us related as we're as leaders are leading this with our students mm. about this question: How can I know I won't lose my salvation? It seems like as we get we get older, we get more comfortable with that. But to, as leaders, to come back and understand that students are struggling with that, what other encouragement could you give to leaders to help them drive home this point this week? I, I just would say, you know, um, be patient with students <laughs> yeah. as they deal with this. You know, I mean, sometimes we want to go, well, get over it kind of thing. You know, right. you're a believer or, or, you know, or just we just want to be impatient. But just realize, I mean, Paul talks about us working out our salvation with fear and trembling. Right. That, you know, and, and I'll just be honest, there are times in my life when I've really struggled with doubt. You know, was I really saved? I really know Christ. And I've had to work through some of these things that we put in here right. to know that. So, you know, sometimes there are, you're going to have students that, I mean, they were saved when they were five and they've never doubted it and they're never going to doubt, you know. But then you're going to have some students that really struggle with it. And you may right. have to have more than one conversation, right. you know, that as they process through this to help them really understand. So be patient with them. And and just know that there. I, I guarantee you, if you get if you got a room full of ten students, that you're going to have some students that are dealing with some of these things sure. that, are, that we've dealt with in these four weeks. So be patient, uh, you know. As you as we talked about, and remember, as we said this last session, that for a lot of those students, that you, a lot of times you're the presence of Christ to them, and you represent. And and so just know that, and put your arm around them, and walk with them through this through these hard times. That's right. Good. And leaders, you also notice uh, again, just under wrap it up, another opportunity as you've been talking about these questions all month. And you get to this one, can I lose my salvation? You still may have students that recognize that, man, I don't even have a salvation relationship with Christ to lose in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we pointed you an opportunity to share Christ and to share a plan of salvation with your students this week. Well, leaders, as we wrap up this session and this unit, our question this week, how can I know I won't lose my salvation? And we looked at three life principles. Because you are a child of God, God protects his children, and nothing can separate you from him. And the point this week is your salvation is based on the promises of God. Thanks for joining us. Uh, pick us up again next week as we be- as we begin a brand new unit of study. <laughs> <laughs>